welcome to the Still Worthy Podcast, the safe and empowering haven for people like you and me, single, child-free women looking to embrace our unique path, celebrate our freedom and independence, and live our best, happiest, most fearless, fulfilling, and kick-ass life. I'm your host and sister friend, Sanja Lioness Mackey, here to guide you on this incredible journey that redefines womanhood and acknowledges your worth, irrespective of your marital and family status. Let's get this party started. Hey, girl. Glad that you could make it to our weekly get-together here at Still Worthy, where we chat about the things going on in our world as single, child-free women. So today's topic is, are you aligned and positioned to receive? Now, yesterday, a male friend of mine made a post about how women shift from the bad boy to the grown ass man who has his ish together, typically after we're 35 and our options are dry. So first of all, I was kind of offended, not by the insinuation that we make poor choices in men when we're younger, but more that our dating options are limited or quote unquote dry, as he stated it, just because we're over 35. He made it sound like because we're washed up when we hit 35 plus, we have no choice but to reassess our dating options. And so I made a comment on his thread telling him exactly what I thought, even mentioning that I get men in their 30s approaching me, even though I'm much older. So he asked, well, if that's the case, why aren't any of them sticking around or haven't you picked the best one? And so I responded back that honestly, it hasn't been my focus. My priority has been on growing my business and seeing specific goals come to fruition, like launching and now growing this podcast to reach single child-free women globally, launching a merchandise line to help empower and represent these women, getting paid to speak on international stages. I mean, I'd love to do a TEDx talk someday, um, possibly getting on TikTok even. I say possibly, girl, because I- I'm still deciding on that one. But the the fact is, I have other things that have been a priority for me over dating and marriage. And he understood that, you know, he could appreciate that. But the conversation made me think back on a friend of mine who shared that she is in a serious mode of intentionally dating so she can get married. And I just looked at her with like this blank stare, you know, the the deer in the headlights type of look, because this was news to me. And this was news to me that she considered herself to be actively in the process of intentionally dating with the goal of marriage because none of her behaviors align with that statement. I told her, I said, you go straight home after work. You don't like to go out on weekdays because you have to work the next day and you barely go out on weekends. If a man were to invite you out, you're like, no, thanks, because your mindset is that you're either in for the evening and or you don't like social or date invitations dropped on you at the last minute. But if the man plans ahead, you're like, well, that's too far out. I can't commit to that right now. You're in love with the safe private nest that is your home and you don't like to leave it. Like ever. I said, you're the poster woman for the question. What do you think the UPS guy is just going to deliver them to your house? Because that's the only way I see this happening. You don't go out enough or stay out long enough for anyone to have a chance at meeting you. And if you do happen to meet someone, say, during the course of running an errand, like maybe, you know, at a grocery store and they start talking to you, you're on high alert. You're thinking the worst. You're not really being friendly and welcoming and you're wishing you were already back at home. 
I said, you're on the dating app, but you never find a single guy that you're interested in and you swipe no on all the ones who are interested in you. I said, you're like the meme. You don't want their number, but nor do you want to give them your number. You don't want to go out to meet them, but nor do you want them to come over to meet you, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, girl, make it make sense. How exactly are you supposed to meet and marry someone acting like this? Are you sure you're actively and intentionally dating with the goal of marriage? Because all of your behaviors say otherwise. None of your behaviors align with what you say is your intention. Now, after I had said all of that, you know, she's my girl. She's my friend, my bestie from a number of years. But she was speechless. She hadn't realized that she was doing these things. See, when you're in it, it's just your life. And so it's hard to be objective about what's happening or frankly, to even see what is happening. But once I, again, as a friend who has known her for a number of years and also sees how she acts and responds in various situations, like when she meets a new guy who is expressing interest in real life, once I brought these things to her attention, it put her intention squarely under the microscope for questioning. Do you truly want what it is that you say you want? And are you positioned to receive what it is that you say you want? Or are you actually self-sabotaging and thwarting the manifestation and receipt of what it is that you say you want at every turn? In other words, your thoughts or desires and your actions, they aren't aligned. And from a manifestation standpoint, well, we know that doesn't work. But even from a godly perspective, do you have faith that you'll receive what you want? And are you backing up that faith with intentional action that supports what you're standing in faith to receive? Because we already know faith without work doesn't work. So we're back to the misalignment between what you're saying you want and your actions, which are contrary to what you're saying. Okay. Now, I'll share two examples with you of me having to take a dose of my own medicine, the exact same medicine I gave to her. The first is not related to being a single woman, but the second example is related to being a single woman. Now, the first example is in regard to writing my book. For years, since I was a young girl, I said I wanted to write a book. Finally, in 2018, I had what I call a come to Jesus meeting with myself. And that's where, look, you lay it all on the table. And visually, it looks like like a little angel with wings on one shoulder and a little devil with horns on the other shoulder. And each of them have an ear to tell their side of the story. And the little angel was saying, well, Sanja, you said you wanted to help people. You wanted to help women. You said you wanted to make a difference in their lives. A book is a wonderful opportunity to do that. But the little devil, you know, he's in the other ear and he's saying, girl, stop fooling yourself. You're too busy to write a book. You barely have enough time to do the things you want to do, much less write a book to help other people. And the two went back and forth in my ears. One saying, girl, let this thing go. So you have one less thing on your plate. It's not like they're going to arrest you and throw you in jail for failing to write a book. But as I reflected on what I truly wanted out of life, I gained clarity. And I said to myself, I do want to write a book. I do want to see this accomplished in my lifetime. And that was the beginning of everything. 
Because soon after I made that decision and declaration, I came across the woman who would become my book coach. And I'll never forget the free webinar I attended that convinced me that she was the coach for me. There was a slide in her presentation about various people she had worked with and all the things they could have used as excuses for not completing their book, but they hadn't. One had a child who was in and out of the hospital with cerebral palsy. One had just lost a sibling to suicide. One was blind. One had just been diagnosed with cancer. One had approximately one year left to live. There were many others, but I will always remember that slide. I mean, until the day I die, because I said to myself, I don't have any excuse that is better than any of these things that could have been an excuse, but they weren't. These people wrote their books anyway. And I decided right then and there that I was going to write my book. Like I confirmed it. I had already decided it and declared it, but that was confirmation for me. And it was also confirmation that she was the person that I wanted to work with. I liked her demeanor. I liked the way that she, she talked about things and the way she put things out. I knew that she was my person. And my excuse just didn't hold water anymore. I'm busy, but look at what these other people were dealing with. So I knew, I knew that I was no longer going to stand in the way of what I said that I wanted. And within a matter of days, I kid you not, a matter of days, you know, movement started happening. You know, I had made a clear decision on what I wanted. I had started aligning my actions with my desires and I had found my book writing coach and I was in the process of, you know, starting to work with her, applying to work with her after About 40 years of saying I wanted to write a book, within mere days, things were in motion for me to see my book come to fruition. Now, this all happened in January 2018. And in May 2018, just four months later, during which I completed that book coaches program, I published my book. You see, it starts with clarity of your true desires, but that's only the first part. That clarity has to be followed up with action. I read her Facebook ad. I registered for her webinar. I showed up for her webinar. I stayed through the end of her webinar. I signed up to be interviewed for her program. I invested in myself and my dreams through her program. And sidebar here, because this is key to note, I didn't invest in her. I invested in me and my goal of writing a book through her. And that's where some people get it twisted. See, it wasn't about her making money from me as a client. It was about me fulfilling my goal and dream of writing a book. She was just the tool, the instrument that God had sent to me, along with the provision of the investment to accomplish the goal, to see my dream come to life. I got it done, girl. I got that book done in four months after having that come to Jesus meeting with myself. Now, the second example is a little different, but still has to do with the alignment of desires. There was a time many years ago when, quite simply, it was difficult for me to admit that I wanted to get married. And this was for many reasons, but I think One of the primary reasons was that I considered myself to be a strong, independent, self-sufficient woman, and I was determined to thrive 
as a single child free woman, you know, to bloom where I was planted, to water the grass on my side of the fence and and sidebar here. You know, I love these sidebars. I hope you do too. (laughs) Like I've mentioned before on this podcast, I don't get pulled into all the labeling BS. So while some women may not like the narrative around being strong or self-sufficient, or they feel like it's rooted in trauma or whatever, I'm like, what the hell ever. Okay. I choose what to call myself. And if I'm good with it, that's all that matters. Okay. But I digress back to the example. So what I knew I wasn't going to be was one of those women pining away at home, just waiting on a man to ride in on a horse and save the day, save me, save the day and save my life. Like some damsel in distress. So admitting that I actually wanted marriage, it felt traitorous. I think that's a word, traitorous. It felt like I was a traitor. Okay. Like, how can I thrive being single and talk to women about the same and yet still want to be married? It's like the spiritual question I used to grapple with where God tells us to be content. Well, how can I be content with where I am yet still dream of more and aspire for more? Like those two things seemed mutually exclusive. So it took time, growth, and maturity for me to realize that two things can be true at the same time, that I can thrive and enjoy the benefits of being a single woman, yet still aspire to be married, that I'm not a traitor to my audience of single child-free women by desiring to have a husband. Because ultimately, what I realized is this. How can I expect to manifest a husband? How can I expect God to bless me with a husband? How can I be prepared to receive a husband if I can't even admit to myself that I want a husband? Do you see how crazy that sounds? I wanted something, but I couldn't even admit to myself that I wanted it. So is it any wonder that I didn't receive it? Now, Many years later, I'm in a position where I'm consciously aware of, you know, what I told my friend on the Facebook thread yesterday and the ramifications of that. I said that dating and marriage have not been my focus and priority, which is true. But what is also true is that as long as it's not a focus and priority for me, those things are not a focus and priority for me. It probably won't happen. Now, I know what some people believe that when you're not looking for it, that's when it happens. But there's the other school of thought that says What you feed is what grows. Where your attention and intention go is what will manifest in your life. And I happen to subscribe more to that train of thought as a co-creator with God and an active participant in manifesting the life I want to live. So I understand. And for the moment, I'm okay with the fact that I probably won't see my soul may show up with an engagement ring in hand anytime soon because I'll be focused on building my business and working on my passion projects. But that's me, girl. That's my decision. That's where I am, which means you have to determine where you stand and what you want and where you are. So, you know, I always try to give a mindset shift or a tangible action item in every episode that embodies the spirit of the discussion. And today will be no exception. I want you to spend some quiet time alone and reflect on what you truly desire out of this one and only life that we get. In other words, I want you to have a come to Jesus meeting like I had when I had to make a decision about writing that book. As a divine purpose and life coach who is keenly aware of the finality of life, I work with women to help them become aware of what they truly want so they can stop wasting time. 
Because you see, the biological clock isn't the only clock that ticks for many women. A clock that ticks even louder is the clock of life. And while we can choose whether or not we'll subscribe to the biological clock, everyone subscribes to the clock of life. You have one shot, one chance, one opportunity to become or accomplish everything you ever wanted in life. Don't miss it. If you truly desire to be married, say it out loud and also write that declaration to yourself. Go further than that even and share your desire with someone else like your bestie or a close family member. And then write down how you can start to manifest your desire. What are the actions that you can take to bring your desire to fruition? Now, for those of you who are more traditional, I'm not saying you have to go out and ask men out on dates, although men repeatedly say that they like and are receptive to that. But what I am saying is start aligning your actions with your desires. Get out of the house and go meet friends. In fact, get involved in a new sport or social activity and make some new friends. Hell, I keep saying I'm going to take up pickleball. I, I need to look into that and make that happen. If you like basketball or football or some other sport, stop watching it on TV and actually consider going to the games and watching them live and in person. Say hello to someone who catches your interest out in public. Strike up a conversation with them. There's nothing wrong with saying hello or making friendly conversation. That's not being too forward or making the first move, as I know many of you are concerned about. Swipe yes on a profile on the dating app and actually go out on a real date. And if you're not on a dating app, ask your friends or do some research and consider joining one of the better, higher quality apps to widen your dating pool. I'm saying all of this to say, if you truly desire marriage, then start aligning your behaviors with your desires and start positioning yourself for marriage while enjoying your current life. And that's the key part to remember. This isn't about shifting all of your focus to the future when you meet Mr. Right and get married and ride off into the sunset together. Because remember, we don't do that, girl. We're about living joyfully right now versus waiting on happily ever after. It's about getting out and having fun and living this one and only life that we get to the fullest right now as a single child-free woman. And in the context of doing that, knowing that your desires are clear, And that should you meet a quality prospect, you're intentionally receptive to dating with marriage, perhaps on the horizon someday. The topic of today's episode was, are you aligned and positioned to receive? And that question is what I want to leave you with. Start to become more cognizant of your actions, behaviors, and responses. Be able to answer that question and know whether you are actively doing what you can to manifest your desires or actually sabotaging and thwarting them at every turn. And then adjust accordingly. And if you don't know what to do or where to start, contact me via my LinkedIn bio so we can discuss how I can help you discover, create, and live a life of more joy, wealth, freedom, and impact. Because girl, you deserve that. You deserve every single thing that you want in life. And it's time to start seeing it actually happen in your life. I'll leave you with that. Until next time. 
you so much for tuning in to the Still Worthy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Share it with family and friends who would enjoy and benefit from these insightful and increasingly relevant conversations. Follow us on social media to connect with an amazing community of single, child-free women. And visit stillworthywomen.com to work with me, travel with me and other single, child-free women, and stay abreast of projects I'll be launching soon, just for you. I hope today's topic encouraged you to view your lifestyle with a fresh, exciting, and empowering new perspective. And I can't wait to have you join me for the next episode. Until then, remember that your life choices are valid, your journey is beautiful, and your worth is immeasurable. Oh, 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 o